Moving on to another concept, solving special exponential equations. Suppose you have something like 5 to the 2x minus 3 equals 5 to the 4 minus 3x. Now, this is different from saying y equals 5 to the 2x minus 3. This is saying one expression equals another. Find out what x is. It's very similar to if you have, you know, 5x equals x plus 1, find x. You would subtract x from both sides, and you would say x is a fourth when you were all said and done, right? You would use the fact that if this thing on this side equals that side, then you get the x's on one side and the numbers on the other, and then you can find out what x is. These are done a little differently. These have to have a special thing going on here. If 5 to a power equals 5 to another power, the 5's haven't changed, right? So what can you assume that you know about the exponents? If the bases are the same, and you have the two expressions set equal to each other, then you can assume that the exponents must also be equal. So this is the thing that you want to keep in mind when you have an equation and the variables in your exponent. Not all equations with variables in the exponent can be solved this way. In fact, that's another reason why we need those functions that start with the letter L. I won't say any more beyond that. But it's going to be useful when we can't solve these special exponential equations. In this section, all of the special exponential equations are either going to be able to be solved by setting the the, um, exponents equal to each other, or maybe you're going to need your graphing calculator to do it. But most of them are going to look something like this, or future examples. The bases are the same. You can set the the exponents equal to each other. I'm going to add 3x to both sides and I get 5x. I'm going to add a negative, sorry, I'm going to add a positive 3 to both sides as well. And so I get 5x equals 7. So if 5x equals 7, x equals 7 fifths. Now if you'd like to check this, 5 to the 2 times 7 fifths minus 3 needs to equal 5 to the 4 minus 3 times 7 fifths. So when we simplify, unfortunately, this uh, fraction doesn't cancel. So the denominators don't cancel. So I have 14 fifths minus 3, which is 14 fifths minus 15 fifths, which is negative 1 fifth. And that needs to equal 5 to the 4 minus 21 fifths. 4 is 20 fifths, minus 21 fifths is negative 1 fifth. So it's true, 5 to the negative 1 fifth equals 5 to the negative 1 fifth. Now we're going to have much more useful examples of equations where you need to solve for x in the future, but this is a a good skill to know. So we're going to do a few more examples before we move on to applications. Here's another example of solving a special exponential equation. You'll notice this one is a little more difficult because the bases aren't the same. We have 8 to the 2x minus 3 and 16 to the 4 minus 3x. Now, one common thing to notice is that 16 is the same as 2 times 8, and it might be tempting to work on the problem this way. This is not really going to help us, though, because it's not like I can just take that 2 out and, you know, divide. I don't know what I would do with it because it's in here in parentheses and it's being raised to the 4 minus 3x power just like the 8 is. 
So it doesn't really help me to write 16 as 2 times 8. It's actually better, better to write each of these as powers of 2 because then I'll have the same base. Now, not every equation is the same, but a lot of times it helps to write these as their powers of, you know, whatever smallest base you can come up with. So I'm going to write 8 as 2 cubed to the 2x minus 3 equals 16 is 2 to the 4th being raised to the 4 minus 3x. Now, the bases still are not the same. I have 2 cubed and 2 to the 4th. But if I can get rid of those exponents in the parentheses, then I would have bases that are the same. Now, I can't just get rid of the exponents. I can't divide by them. I can't take the cube root of both sides. But what I can do is apply the properties of exponents. Remember that a, b, sorry, wrong one, a to the b, x is equal to a to the b times x, or we would do a to the m to the n is a to the m times n. So when you have a power, you have an exponential expression, and you raise it to another power, you can multiply the exponents. So this is 2 to the distribute the 3 in, you have 6x minus 9 equals 2 to the, you fill in the rest. 16 minus 12x, right? So now we have the same base to different powers set equal to each other. So if the bases are the same, then that means the exponents must also be the same if the two expressions are said to be equal. So I have 6x minus 9 equals 16 minus 12x. To make this easy, I'm going to add 12x to both sides. And I'm going to add 9 to both sides. So I get 18x equals 25. So x is 25 eighteenths. And this cannot be reduced. This is 5 squared over 2 times 3 times 3. So this is just my final answer, unless I want to write it as a mixed number, which we normally don't do in these classes. 25 eighteenths is a perfectly acceptable answer for x. You can check it if you'd like. I'm not going to take the time to check this one. And that's the solution to what x is for this equation. Moving on, another example, solve 1 over 9 to the x plus 4 equals 27 to the 3x. Now, this time, the base is in the denominator. And you might notice, though, that there is a relationship between 9 and 27, right? Powers of 3. So you want to write 1 over 3 squared. to the x plus 4 equals 3 cubed to the 3x power. So now I'm going to leave this as a fraction for a minute. I have 1 over 3 to the 2x plus 8 equals 3 to the 9x. Distributing, multiplying. Don't forget that 2 also has to multiply by the 4. So it's 2x plus 8 in the denominator's exponent. 1 over 3 to that equals 3 to the 9x. And these bases still aren't the same. But now I can write this as 1 over 3 to the 2x plus 8 power 
equals 3 to the 9x power. These bases are almost equal. How do I change 1 third into having a base of 3? We've, that's why we've been experimenting with 1 third to the negative x, because 1 third to the negative 1 is equal to 3. So, or easier to think of it this way. 1 third is 3 to the negative 1. 3 to the negative 1 is 1 third. So you use that little negative exponent trick so that you can bring the base up. These are equivalent, 3 to the negative 1 and 1 third. We discovered that with an exploration earlier in this section. So now I have 3 to the negative 2x minus 8 because I can multiply each of the terms in that exponent by negative 1 equals 3 to the 9x. So now I finally have my bases exactly identical to each other. So if the bases are equal and the expressions are equal, that means the exponents must also be equal. This is just like a puzzle. It's not really anything that we do every day. (laughs) Can't remember the last time I've done this in my life. But it's a useful skill to have for other things. If I add 2x to both sides of 11x equals negative 8. So 11x equals negative 8. So x is negative 8 over 11 is my solution. It's also good to do things like this because it stretches your thinking skills and that kind of thinking outside the box is helpful. So having to work backwards is a a good skill to learn. Going from that 1 over 9 to something that has a base of 3. You could do this another way. You could right away, if you'd like, write this as 1 9th to the x plus 4, the left-hand side. Then you could, if you'd like, right away, you can save yourself some time. And you can say 1 9th is the same as 3 to the negative 2. Then you still have x plus 4 on the outside. Then you're just one step away from my last equation right here on the bottom. So it saves a few steps to do it that way. But it takes, you know, it takes a little more keeping track of everything. As you do this, you'll get more and more comfortable with it, and you'll be able to work more quickly through some of these.